Hey, 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 welcome back to Chew the Bible. It's your good friend, A.A. Ron. I'm official, finally official. Broke down and invested in a microphone. And, uh, yeah. This is very interesting. Very, 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 very interesting. Uh... (laughs) Still feel kind of like an old man trying to figure out this technology stuff, how it all works. <laughs> oh boy. Um, but yeah, here we are. We're in Zechariah chapter 10, Zechariah chapter 10. Reading out of the New Living Translation. And it says, The Lord will restore his people. That's the heading for this. It says, Ask the Lord for rain in the spring, for he makes the storm clouds, and he will send showers of rain. So every field becomes a lush pasture. Household gods give worthless advice. Fortune tellers predict only lies. And interpreters of dreams pronounce falsehoods that give no comfort. So my people are wandering like lost sheep. They are attacked because they have no shepherd. My anger burns against your shepherds, and I will punish these leaders, for the Lord of heaven's armies has arrived to look after Judah, his flock. He will make them strong and glorious, like a proud war horse in battle. From Judah will come the cornerstone, the tent peg, the bow for battle, and all the rulers. They will be like mighty warriors in battle, trampling their enemies in the mud under their feet. Since the Lord is with them as they fight, they will overthrow even the enemy's horsemen. I will strengthen Judah and save Israel. I will restore them because of my compassion. I let's see here. It will be as though I had never rejected them, for I am the Lord their God who will hear their cries. The people of Israel will become like mighty warriors and their hearts will be make, made happy as if by wine. Their children too. Let's highlight that too. I like that. The people of Israel will become like mighty warriors and their hearts will be made happy as if by wine. Their children too will see it and be glad. Their hearts will rejoice in the Lord. When I whistle to them, they will come running, for I have redeemed them. From the few who are left, they will grow as numerous as they were before. Though I have scattered them like seeds among the nations, they will still remember. They will still remember me in distant lands. They and their children will survive and return again to Israel. I will bring them back from Egypt and gather them from Assyria. I will resettle them in Gilead in Lebanon until there is no more room for them all. They will pass safely through the sea of distress, for the waves of the sea will be held back, and the waters of the Nile will dry up. The pride of Assyria will be crushed, and the rule of Egypt will end. 
By my power, I will make my people strong, and by my authority, they will go wherever they wish. I, the Lord, have spoken. Some powerful stuff in there. By my power, I will make my people strong, and by my authority, they will go wherever they wish. Makes me think of that one scripture talks about yeah, not by might, not by power, but by a spirit. Where is that at? Something about the Lord's power. Without his power, we can't do anything. Uh, by my just like this laptop, this microphone cell phone none of this works without power if the electricity went out right now I couldn't do anything that's what it's like there you go Zechariah 4 6 actually we read that earlier hmm I totally forgot about that it's a good memory verse yeah Zechariah 4, 6, so he said to me, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. Boom, there you go. I like to connect parallel verses that kind of, you know, connect. That power word stands out. By my power, I make my people strong and by my authority, they will go wherever they wish. I, the Lord, have spoken. Well, we just thank you for this word today. Thank you, Lord, that there's times where we don't even realize how much we're relying on your power and your authority to move in this world and operate. It's not something that we can just conjure up or manufacture, Lord. It's just like the current going from the outlet to these devices in my house, in my apartment, Lord, and powering even this light and power and this technology, Lord, I can't see it. It's all by faith that I'm believing that's even happening. It's the same thing as Christians, Lord. We can't see it. It's by faith. So we pray, God, Lord, uh, whatever circumstance people, circumstances people are dealing with, uh, whether it's sickness, financial, um, relational. We just pray, God, that we would um, stop trying to do things in our own strength, and our own power, and we would turn to you, the Kansas City power and light <laughs> uh, source, Lord, the Evergy, the power source is you, God. You are the power plant. So we would turn, cast all of our cares on you, Lord, because you said you care for us. Yes, First Peter 5, saying, say, cast all of our cares on you because you care for us. So I just pray for those of us, especially for me, relational, that desire to want to be married again and to uh, be loved again and to um, just have that feeling of a family again, just coming home and somebody's excited to see you. They don't even have to be that great of a cook. Just having a wife, somebody that is excited to see you, that smiles and gives you a big hug and just tells you that they're glad to see that you're home. Um, I desire that. And I'm sure there's other people out here that desire something similar, Lord, to, um, but Lord, while we wait, Lord, I just pray, God, that we would just continue to rely on your power and your strength as we abstain from sexual impurities, abstain from relationships that we have, know we have no business being in, uh, the temptation to flirt, 
<laughs> with multiple people and and lead people on knowing good and well that we don't plan on ever marrying that person. Lord, you know the things that we deal with out here in these streets. So I just pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, especially for those that are experiencing that relational tension, Lord, that they're uh, waiting for a spouse, Lord. I just pray, God, that you give them peace, the power, your power, Lord, that they rely on it and uh, remain pure and even abstain from all the shame that comes from masturbation and pornography or uh, looking at images of things that we know we shouldn't or those imaginations Lord, that we have to constantly cast down that come in it's like oh what's the big deal of just stripping down your armor of God right now and just giving in to that to that lust I just pray God for those dealing with that just strengthen them Lord strengthen them and even if they do indulge in um, whatever fill in the blank we just thank you Lord that you say whoever uh, that if we confess our sins, you are faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and also cleanse us of all of our unrighteousness that that's past, present and future. So I just pray, God, that they would walk in light of that, knowing that they're seated at the right hand of the father. And once again, it does not give us a license to do whatever we want to do. But Lord, when we do sin, Lord, we thank you that we have that advocate in you, Jesus, that sits there right at the right hand of the father, pleading our case. When the accuser comes along and tries to attack us and say that we're this, this, and this, Lord, you you say that we're clean, that we're redeemed. In Jesus' mighty, precious name, I pray. Amen. All right, y'all. I don't normally pray that long, but I felt led to do that. Let's go ahead and go to Zechariah chapter 11, BRB. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned or missed the mark, or veered off the path, and fallen short of the glory of God, or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death, or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5a says, But God demonstrated his love toward us, or showed his love toward us, in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God, and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody, everybody, who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you never asked Jesus into your heart or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty, precious name I pray. Amen.